0: And so today I sat down with the amazing Franco Hiki, an artist, a musician, a meditation teacher, a coach, a retreat host, runs curtains, does amazing things for mental health and spirituality here in New Zealand. And it was a complete honor. I mean, this man has uh, quite literally opened for Xavier Rudd, Nakawa Medicine, uh, if you know these guys, amazing. He's also, as well, shared the microphone with Donovan franken If you guys know the song, you know, I think it's Don't Matter. It's good. If you don't matter to you, it don't matter. Yeah, if you guys know that song, you know that song. Okay, don't judge it by my singing voice because I'm not here to sing for you guys. Okay, but if you want to tune into some singing, you, you definitely want to head across to Franco Hickey's Spotify. His music is outstanding and incredibly meditative. So today we dive into... Uh, moving from depression to consciously living. This man's story has enabled him to impact so many people's lives, including mine as well. Uh, And he's really developed a beautiful community here in New Zealand. And this comes through NZ Spirit, which is one of the festivals that he hosts. Also uh, Resolution, which is a New Year's festival, that he also hosts NZ Yoga Day. And and he does so many other festivals. events and gigs throughout the year as well. So tune in as we dive into an amazing conversation about how music's impacted his life, how he's moved from depression, moved from being an absolute hooligan growing up, uh, and now has become a very conscious and a very stable being. So there's a lot to learn from this podcast. Let's go. What's going on, guys? Kieran Headley here from the Pocket Coach Podcast. So I'm here with an incredible individual who has, quite honestly, made an impact on my life without even uh, him knowing me, <laughs> and um, I'm very excited to dive into this, guys, uh, because as we have gone about uh, exploring the uh, the Pocket Coach itself, which is you know been diving into. Uh, science has been diving into spirituality, has been diving into mindfulness, has been diving into all sorts of fields around mental health. This man here with me has his very own journey with this whole experience Uh, from going from this hooligan who has been kicked out of school, (laughs) Mm -hmm. his own experiences with depression, and now is quite literally running two of the biggest spiritual uh, festival events in new zealand he's a musician he's made massive a massive impact on many people's lives including many people that i personally know just with his music alone let alone the events that he runs as well so i'm very excited to introduce Franco Heke. welcome to be here good to be here thank you for inviting me man man. yeah yeah it's
1: beautiful i love i love talking about uh I love talking to like-minded people that have gone through similar journeys. And it sounds like you've gone through th- some stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let's Definitely, talk about man. it. Definitely. Yeah. Let's talk about it, man. And the very first thing I'd even love to ask is what is your take on consciousness? Mm. Biggest question ever. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, it's, it's,
1: it's, yeah, it's bigger than, it's bigger than words. It's bigger than an yeah. answer, but it, it's a, um, it's what we are. It's what it is. Yeah. It's what everything is. Um, um, it's, consciousness in a human form i think i relate it to something like uh you know mindfulness like do you do something um with a conscious mind state which means you're present to what you're doing or do you do something with an unconscious mind state which means you're kind of just on autopilot probably Mm. and not really present to what to what it is you're doing and and when we're in an unpresent state um yeah we're really leaving things up to uh, we don't really have hold of our destiny, you know. When we're when we're leaving it up to an unconscious state, and we can probably um, annoy a lot of people, um, damage more of the earth, uh, damage ourselves, and all that. And if we're doing things mindfully, we're probably giving ourselves ourselves a better shot at uh, being healthier. um, um looking at, looking after the planet, serving our brothers and sisters, serving the the planet, um, the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, and everything else that's
0: out there wow wow is your understanding of consciousness why you're such a big dude mm. <laughs> i always wanted uh, yeah, I the high. <laughs> take out space man you <laughs> take, up, take up your space you know um
1: it's a funny thing like like mm. take up like, i've been learning how to in mm. the last few years to kind of own the space that mm. i take up because it's just that's who i am that's 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 me um and i have a right to be here as you have a right to be here So, um, your, your right is to, is to be yourself and and take up that space, you know, Mm. um, whether it be the matter of space or the energetic space, you know, your dreams and your ideas and and what, you know, what's coming through you, um, take up that space, but, but not into so much like an ego space where it's just like, you're trying to take up other people's space as well, but just in like be you, you know, I'm really trying to be myself and, and be okay with that and hopefully inspire others to do the same
0: so beautiful and um that's actually a very good point i remember and i'm sure i'm sure you'll probably relate as well there was once upon a time when uh i took up as little space as i could Mm. um and for those that um aren't watching this on video uh, genuinely there's a presence and energy that franco gives off that really is quite uh bold yet uh gentle it's quite yeah i love that combo and um yeah because some uh people that have created a lot in their lives um and also just from my own experience someone that hadn't really created a huge amount in his life actually um at one point led with simply boldness but no gentleness Mm. yeah and then also i've gone as well the other way where i've just led with pure gentleness because i wanted people to like me Mm -hmm. so there was no boldness so yeah yeah, that's what i love is you've got like this beautiful sort of masculine yet feminine uh like balance and it's just so uh it's so significant and so um what's the word? Um, it's so easy to just simply acknowledge, I like guess it's mm-hmm. just there, which mm-hmm. I love. And yeah, once upon a time, I just didn't take any space up. Um, I would hide away, I'd cower, I'd um, <laughs> mm-hmm. not just with people but with life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd find ways to sort of make myself sort of fit in sort of mold so I could fit in and um, you've had your own experience with depression um, as a vi, and I'd actually love to ask a little bit about your experience with depression. Mm. where did that come in and from my understanding you were even diagnosed with depression at like 12 years old and Mm -hmm. um given medication i believe
1: yeah yeah
0: please talk us through that
1: i mean i relate to not taking up the space as well um, it's been a life journey to 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 get true confidence in myself, to know thyself, in order to then just be myself. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much distraction out there, um, um, especially for one instance. Part of my life was playing music, playing other people's music, cover songs. So I'd morph into these um, these cover songs that I'd be singing and kind of lose myself in the process, and be like, okay, so I'm losing myself over there, and you know, this and that, and, and suddenly, like, who am I? By, like, you get to 30 years old, and it's like, okay, wait on, you know, living in a city, there's all this advertising everywhere, there's all these people telling you what to do and what's healthy, what's not healthy, and, and, to, and without any real elder direction, you know, we're so separate from our elders in the western culture yes. especially in the big cities you know we put our elders over in the um, retirement village we put our youngsters at school and we are going to jobs that we hate in the middle so it's like okay no wonder there's so much separation and and we're getting we're getting people falling through the cracks yeah. um I don't think anyone's exempt from from that at all you know everyone's had their feeling of like not being seen because living in a big city you feel like you should be seen because there's so many people around. But humans can only, you know, it's, it's scientifically proven that we can only have about 130 relationships, you know, proper relationships in our lifetime. And wow. 130 130 um, people is kind of the perfect number for a village, you know, oh. so like, so that's like, if that you're going so to be living okay. in a community or something, that's like the perfect number before you yeah. start breaking off into, and diluting, mm-hmm. you know, consciousness, I guess, because yes. um, we can't, we can't store more than that yes yeah. um but yeah my, my my path with with depression started really really early I mean um I'm gonna go right back to to when I was a baby Please. um my my parents in the 80s um the, there was a trend happening where you would allow your your young your youngsters your kids to 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 basically cry themselves to sleep and scream themselves to sleep and you'd hear them but you wouldn't go and comfort them or anything because that was just the the fad of the of that time to to with parenting and stuff and and so i think i got a little thought in my mind because i'd be screaming i remember i actually remember like screaming and just like not being heard obviously like Mm -hmm. not being seen um and and feeling like my voice didn't matter uh and i'm talking like you know one two years old you know, like... And that's crazy. Super, so, you actually super. have vivid memories of when you're
0: one Yeah. Wow. Just that's distraught. Just show, I was distraught. Wow. That goes to show the power of trauma though, right? Because it's yeah. like, um, uh, for example, for myself, I didn't have any significant trauma from my memory anyway um, back in those early years. Yet, I've talked to many people that have, yeah, um, significant uh, vivid memories of those moments during um, early childhood or even I've spoken to a guy and he actually has a vivid memory of um when he was um, not long after he was born and that just for me baffles me but that just goes to Mm. show the power of what trauma really is Mm. wow
1: yeah we tend to we tend to store a lot of the trauma and bad stuff like negative energy for some reason surely we store we store a lot of good stuff as well but we 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 struggle at this time with that kind of teenage adult place of of um, because we don't have the right um, infrastructure within our communities to let go of that trauma and to be, to help that trauma, to even identify that that's something to work on in life. You know, we go straight to wow. get a degree, um, you know, go get a student loan, just get mm. get a mortgage and then it just everything, life becomes so busy that you don't have time for your self-work anymore, for your self-love and the things that you need to do to, to drop what you're not so that you can just be who you are. Um yeah, so it's a pretty crazy, you know, matrix, but um but it's about, you know, self responsibility too, coming back to like knowing that you're you 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 are responsible for you and and um and make calls that are in your Best interest, you know, from from just like a health and wellness perspective, and it could look super disruptive to your life or to the people around you. You might need to break up with your partner. You may need to quit your job. You may need to change your diet, but like do that shit, you know, because without you, there's nothing.
0: Oh man, I I can honestly count on more fingers than I've got. Um, how Mm. many times I've lost myself, whether it was in a relationship, Mm. in a job, in a pursuit of something. Yep. Um, many materialistic goals in the past, you know, all these different things. It's, yeah. That's significant is mm. yeah. One's ability to step away from that. And man, um, <laughs> I would say the biggest one for me would have been relationships, man. yeah, Wow. The amount of times <laughs> I've actually lost myself in the relationship and oh. pursuit of, um, of the fact that I mistook, uh, the love that I had for this person, beautiful people that I've mm. had the opportunity to be involved in, um, with, and losing myself in the fact that I thought that was happiness, but actually mistaking the um, concept of the sweetness of the emotion of love for that happiness itself. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: um, I mean, I know you've, um, you've been on your own journey with um, relationships and we'll definitely get back to your experience Mm. of depression in a second, but I think this is so important to touch on. Mm. Uh, What learning, what what would you say are big learnings for you that you have found with what I've just shared there about that sort of.
1: Mm. Oh yeah. I mean, Yeah. yeah relationships doesn't matter what relation we're all yeah. in relationship with each other oh, yeah. and and they all need to have honor they all need to have respect and they all need to be knowing that that's the fact that i'm in a relationship with you now you know mm. like we we need to make sure that our relationships are, are, are sustainable and like and like you come f- you come forward 50 percent, and if you're not met met in the middle 50 percent, then it's unsustainable mm. And, and I relate to, to you as well. Like I was um, much, much more of a people pleaser than, than I am now. Although I might, I might be pleasing more people now that I'm not a people pleaser yeah. anymore. Like, but who knows about that? But um, now I've figured out like if I come, if I do too much, if I come 100% and just be, try and be everything for someone um that may work for a month or two and then i'm gonna pass out and <laughs> go down in a burning um yeah. thing of flames and and then yeah not great things happen and you're not and you're and you're basically training the people around you to to just wait on your energy as well which isn't which isn't great training like you you want you want people to meet you like yeah. every it doesn't matter if it's your boss or your mom or your your kids or whoever, your best friend, the person you meet at the dairy, whatever, just meet, meet me 50%, you know, and and then we can make a sustainable um, energetic exchange. Mm. And when, when it's 51% or or whatever percentage that other than 50, 50, it's, it's, it's at some point going to fall over and there's going to be like resentment and there's going to be like, Oh, you know, like, cause if you come a hundred percent and then you come back, 50 percent next week then i'm gonna be like annoyed at you yeah yeah you know but like i'm I'm not gonna remember or care the fact that you were overdoing it last week i'm just gonna see what you're not doing now true true you know
0: isn't that a factor of um i've heard people talk and i mean i completely see what they mean by this is that can almost be a factor of manipulation as well. Um, <laughs> like of like mm-hmm. um, giving them the sweet stuff initially and then slowly peeling it back, peeling it back, peeling it back until, yeah. uh, um, uh, until they f- sort of find what the floor is. And it's like, okay, cool. Now I've yeah. sort of found where I can give. Yeah. Um, and I've actually quite honestly, subconsciously fallen into that in the past. Actually. So. Oh man. God, yeah. yeah. God, yeah.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and, and then it's like, what do you do? Well, you got to forgive yourself for that. Yeah. And because for, forgiveness allows you to just uh, once again be present, because if we're worrying about the, the, the mess up or the mistake, we're not going to be present, and we're not mm-hmm. going to you know probably advance into the future in a new way. So forgive yourself, and then we and then we learn from the data, yeah. you know the the, 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 the feel good data and the not feel good yeah. data that we've that we've calculated in the past, and we do something different next yeah. time and then we may not do something different next time because we may just like kick into that old thing again it's like different different people bring out different things in us isn't That's it isn't it ways. weird like um i don't know about you but if, if i'm like super 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 attracted to to a woman if i have been in the past at least um i like something in me in me changes and i'm like i i i might not be as much of myself yeah as i am with someone that um i'm just sort of just I don't know, just on a level with, then I yeah. can just sort like, of be more relaxed, and then that one person just makes you sort of go all tight because it's like, shit. I hope I'm on. I hope I'm okay. I hope yes. I'm attractive. Like, yes, I don't know what that's about. It's probably a lack of um, emotional education in our lives. You know, mm. just to imagine if we before we learned two plus two equals four, we we, we were taught, oh. you know, you are enough. <laughs> that would be. A... How about like you are enough? That'd be a great lesson.
0: I I wonder. I actually wonder about that. Franco. Um, I actually wonder about if I had been educated about emotion, if I had been educated about how to regulate, um, (laughs) yeah, regulate my breath or regulate uh, my state or find calmness in situations or be educated about, um, relations, human relations in general from an early age. I honestly, yeah, really wonder if, um, I would have ever gone through depression at all or anxiety at all. Um, you know, and it's like, in terms of what, you know, um quote unquote those sort of mm. illnesses if you will um yeah and i do feel exactly that is probably not i think um, i think
1: if we if we had that emotional um education plus uh, a sense of community yeah then you know yeah suicide rates would go through the floor oh, man um, Huge. um you know there'd be no need for antidepressants yeah um and anxiety medication and yes uh, and all those, all those things that we're finding right now. Um, yes.
0: So take us back to that. Um, so, um, to, so you had that uh, sort of traumatic experience when you were basically a baby and then yeah. from there, um, how did things start to develop for you in terms of that depression? Um.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think from going through that trauma as a baby and, and it's like, it's no, it's no um, blame to my parents either. It's just like they were going with a, with a, with a thing that they thought was best for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but that would have turned into a tiny little voice in my head saying, I'm not enough because yeah. I scream my lungs out and no one comes. So I must not matter yeah. in this world. So that tiny little crazy thought um, would have been quite deep-seated through, through my life. And I always just felt, I felt different. I felt excluded from, I didn't feel like a, a normal human like every other normal human. And they're probably all feeling that same way as well, but it doesn't really matter when you feel that way. It's just like the whole world is pretty dark, you know. When it's just, it feels like you. Um, and then, yeah, I think I think um, twelve, thirteen years old when I started um, being a teenager and started getting into uh, marijuana and and like drinking and uh, and then just sort of rebelling. I just started to want to just go off the rails, and I sort of found a little bit of spunk. Probably then, a little bit of like maybe alcohol, I think, opens up that you know that courage, that Dutch courage that people yep. call it. Yeah. Um. So I kind of found I found a little bit of you know uh, repertoire with uh, with with people and, and with been in, in a in a social level observed a you know alcoholic father as well. Um. Sort of partying and stuff, doing that as well. So I sort of went. Oh, okay maybe I'm something and then and then the big downfalls came of like hangovers and and then I oh know things got out of out of whack and I started going on antidepressants yeah but I also started kept on drinking you know yes. kept on drinking antidepressants and doing drugs and and everything as well I got kicked out of a whole bunch of schools and at the same time I would I'd be in and out of psychotherapists and hyp, hypnotherapists and wow did all oh, the wow things, yes you're really exposed things. Yeah, yeah, yeah just just, just tried tried everything. Yeah. And my my um my my parents were, um, also supportive of figuring this thing out, mm. um, with the information that they had, and and yeah, so it was it was it was it was pretty tumultuous, um, growing up as a teenager. I'd, I'd be doing the rugby cricket thing, and then I'd love the guitar and music thing over here, and and those two worlds didn't really meat in my eyes as well so i ended up choosing music because that's where like the drugs and the alcohol and the girls were um and it felt great to sing yeah. as well like <laughs> just <Yeah. a> <laughs> um, um, it also felt good <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um and then the, the rock and roll path started yeah. and um just in, in and out of antidepressants but not doing them right because i'm okay absolutely parting my uh face off yeah um but I actually quit alcohol and drugs at twenty, and wow. then and, and then and then spent five years sober, um, and flying. I was I was living in LA and doing some shows in Vegas and you know busking in the streets. You'd of, quit um, alcohol yeah. and
0: marijuana, and you're living in LA. I know. <laughs> That's what everyone says. It wow. was like the hardest
1: place to yeah. to be quit Good doing job. that stuff because it's all been been passed. That's around, where like, I went the most into like the, it past when I lived salt, over past in the California. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised. Wow. exactly so I was, I was following the rock and roll sort of big record deal dream yeah. then and i was on like got on like the jay leno show and um just a whole bunch of cool things happened wow. over there as well um and but still feeling really lonely like even more lonely to be honest because i wasn't doing the drugs and alcohol and the party thing so i would just recluse to my to my little apartment and play get play music by myself and I just you have be a no weirdo, idea how much you know? I
0: relate to that. I had an yeah. exact, um, like similar experience. I was living in San Diego for a little while, just a little while. Mm. Um, I was living with a some like crazy rich, um, American dude. Just by coincidence, It just so happened, and he'd mm. like take me to Las Vegas, like pay for all these amazing things and all these amazing experiences, and it was all about girls, weed, partying, alcohol, all the rest, right? Mm. And this was you know multiple nights a week, mm. and I went from that experience to, um, um literally um you know being with um all, like different women all the time um like covering up the sense of depression and loneliness that i had yeah. um hiding away from literally any uh strong sensation or emotion that i had through the weed because man i had so much i weed nearly every day i think mm-hmm. and then i went from and alcohol quite frequently and then from that i moved to quebec i didn't even know it was primarily a French speaking place i actually knew very little about it but i moved there because it was cheap and i was trying to sort my Visa to so I can stay in America, mm. and long story short, I was living there for six months. I um, <laughs> knew no one. I couldn't use my extrovertedness in the cafes because mm. you know people wouldn't understand me. Like gender zipper. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> like, oh stripped. no! <laughs> You've been stripped of your superpowers. Yeah, I was completely so. I actually spent most of my time in my apartment, um, and I got myself into a relationship with one of the nicest humans I've probably ever met until now. Um, yet. Uh, we just uh, we just had completely different values and mm. operated completely differently. So mm. I was clinging on to this relationship. Um, experienced most of my anxiety during that moment of my life. Most of my loneliness during that moment of my life. Mm. And it, it was going from one extreme to another because I didn't have my vices anymore. Um, I wasn't able to um, you know cover that up from company from other women or cover that up from the I weed because I decided that I know that was detrimental to my mental health. So here I was just stuck yet. Um, Forced to face my demons, really, mm. if you will, or mm-hmm. my um really, um yeah, big struggles and challenges of life. what Find what did, what was the what what, oh, show, what, what that did was the first shine. time I started to open up to spirituality. Yeah, it was actually, then um I like tried always going through um because I'm so fascinated about the brain. I actually studied me- study medical ne- neuroscience because I'm so fascinated by it, uh and I still do today. Um, but yeah, for a while I'd only studied the science uh, to mental health or the science to Understanding um, uh, the brain and all these different um, aspects of um, how I could possibly feel better from the depression and anxiety. And, um, yeah, I, I had the opportunity of uh, doing a session with uh, Dr. Nicole Pera And this, for me, was life-changing. She actually started to open me up in a logical way to almost mindfulness and spirituality. I'd be meditating but for me it was like a scientific practice it was like sit down Mm. calm myself start my day Mm. there was no meditation in my day Mm. it was a practice it wasn't a lifestyle Mm. and um yeah it was that transition where i was like okay the um i can understand now more about where it came from how it happened um like i started to sort of backtrack like childhood traumas all that sort of thing and then um yeah really delved into more mindful and spiritual practices and that was a transition for me where i started to actually feel connected with myself where aloneness didn't mean loneliness um so that mm. was huge for me yeah, um, yeah 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 so talk to me about it's... your transition from your own experience mm. yeah
1: i was about to say like it's often often humans don't change until we go through enough trauma yeah. to do something different
0: yeah totally you know, Totally. you know totally. it's like
1: okay rock bottom yeah now i must change yeah. um and that's no different for me i i was um just going off the rails with um with partying and things and a new father um as well and uh to an amazing young little girl and oh, wow yeah and how i was like how old
0: were you at the time um you in the states as we, well still no okay, I, came okay, back, okay. I came back i came back to new zealand
1: right. um started drinking again like oh. you know i was just like you know um i'm in new zealand and this is yeah. not la this sucks like yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna join oh, a <laughs> <laughs> There's only one thing to do: is join a rock yep. band and and drink Heineken every night. Oh, uh, I love that. Um, so that's what I did, and yeah. um, and then this incredible um little daughter came along, mm. and that was my first little kick into like you've got a choice here: like you can be a great man and father for this little girl, or you can just continue to be you know, careless and mm. and just not in control of your wow. destiny. Um, so I chose, I chose, I'm going to, I'm going to kick into, into gear and, um, just get out of Gotham city and just move, move, um, to Pukekohe with my, um, with my partner at the time, uh, Maisie's mom and, Gotham and city. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, <laughs> in the darkness, you know, so I wouldn't yeah. see daylight for, I wouldn't wow. see daylight for months because I was just yeah. playing gigs every single night. And, wow. Um, and, and, you know, waking up at, you know, six in the afternoon mm-hmm. and going to sleep at six in the morning, just the opposite of, of, you know, so what was the Batman that came and saved you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that, that's it. Nothing, nothing comes and saves you. Yeah. It's like, you've got, you've got to kick out yeah. yourself. It's got to get real Batman. enough. <laughs> yeah. You've got to get real enough for yeah. you. Uh, the situation is going to get real enough mm-hmm. for you to do something different. So totally nothing like having a, a baby girl to, 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 um, to make you stand up and, and pay attention. Yes. Um, and that was just the start though. So I then, um, found Vipassana, um, which yes. was a 10 day yes. silent course where you can't, um, you can't read, write, um, uh, do yoga. You can't look at anyone in the eye. You can't talk to anyone. There's a list of like 12 things you cannot do. Yeah. <laughs> like in in that list is like everything apart from meditate. So you meditate 10 hours a day, 10 day, uh, for 10 days. And, it was interesting because I I, I you know, polished off like a, a bottle of vodka with a friend before I went. No um, way. And yeah, because I'd never meditated before, so I was how'd just you like, find out, "What?" So I was just I like, went straight insane. in. Wow. Cold turkey straight wow. in. Wow.
0: And yeah. um, how did you find out about the parson? By the way, the it time? was one
1: of those things where just a couple of just a couple of whispers okay. over the over the year or two before deciding to go you just hear it a couple of times i'm, I'm like, assuming you went to the
0: one just up north yeah, 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 and yeah.
1: silverdale here oh. in auckland and i was like i was like, I, I, yeah I'm, I'm in a i'm in a bad place um i've got a um you know realizing that i need to kick into another gear with my daughter was one thing and i did i did make a lifestyle change but things need to get even more real and then start looking after myself and do something different. So, mm. you know, the night before it was like big party. And then the next day I'm um, like dropped off at, at this meditation place where mm. you can't drink alcohol, you can't do anything. Like I said, instead of, instead of meditate and i never meditated before. Wow. The diet was vegan. So I'd never eaten vegan food before us eating meat and just like a regular kiwi bloke diet and um, went straight in and bro, like day three, four, I was like writing symphonies in my head. I was so clear and my body felt so amazing from not eating meat. It was just like super light, um, super pure, clear. And, um, and even though my body was hurting from just sitting like that for so long, I knew it was like that kind of good pain. I was like, Oh man, my, my bo- my bones are getting stretched oh, out. My, yes. my muscles are getting stretched out in all the right ways. And discipline It was showing me oh, this yeah. discipline and discipline, something that, is a really good trait to have. As long as I
0: literally just sat down for a thirty-minute gig and just spoke discipline yesterday. Yeah, that, wow. Because yeah, honestly, yeah. that was huge for me as well. Yeah,
1: wow. yes. Discipline, you know, and I didn't know, um, I didn't know how to get dis- discipline all, yeah. all by myself. Like not to the level that I'd need to to meet my goals yeah. one day, you know. Um, I was even considering as a teenager going to the army because I was like that, those, that looks like an establishment that would give me discipline. Yeah. Like it would show me your know, elders basically cracking the weapon. Yeah. Um, put me in my place type thing. Um, but Vipassana did that for me on, on just a more gent- gentler level. Um, a little bit later on in life, you know, 10 years. Yeah. Um, I was 30 basically um, when I went to Vipassana and, and I came, I came out of there knowing a new skill, like how how to balance myself, how to calm my nervous system, how to meditate. Wow. You know, and then coming out of that, because I because my muscles and bones hurt so much, I was like, okay, now I need to try yoga. So I went straight to the yoga studio that I that I knew about and went, boom, I'm gonna get into yoga the next day. And just keeping my daily. <laughs> Literally meditation two weeks ago, up.
0: smashing a bottle of vodka. Hundred yeah, <laughs> percent that's how i roll that's amazing yeah. 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 yeah cold turkey hot turkey whatever, whatever turkey is going to be the whole turkey <laughs> yeah but now a vegan turkey is yeah now it's like now it's like a vegan vegan meat yeah
1: um so so yeah, So that's how the yogic thing happened yeah. it was out of once again necessity because my my body was hurting from sitting mm. so long and um and then i heard like this beautiful music in, in yoga studios um, that what well, that didn't sound like, you know, Metallica or Pantera or <laughs> I do um, enjoy some good Metallica solo. Yeah, or yeah. you know um, or Justin Bieber, and and it was so beautiful to just sit back and or do my yoga practice to this music, and I didn't understand the words, had no idea what was from, and I just knew that uh, that I needed to have that music in my life as well because it made mm. me feel so relaxed. Wow, and it was you know sacred mantra music from India, m- yeah. the majority of it. And one thing I didn't mention is six months before I'd basically put my guitar down because I I, I started looking at my guitar as as, as an issue because I'd play guitar and I'd go back to um, have to play gigs at bars and things. So I related playing music to something negative. Yeah. So I actually put my guitar down and thought, I'm not going to actually do this anymore. Wow. But hearing this mantra music, I just felt inspired again to pick it up and and just and just start learning it. So yeah. I started learning, yeah, a, a sacred mantra as well, and really quick succession from meditating, learning how to do yoga, finding mantra, and then I had all these like the, this, just the basics of these tools, and I was like, well, I don't know anyone else that does this, so I need to write a Facebook post, right, and be like, hey, um. I've just learned a couple of these skills. Anyone that wants to try meditation, yoga, mantra, come to my house on a Wednesday night for free and we'll just do it together. And the first Wednesday was packed in my, in my lounge. It was absolutely packed full of people that I had no idea who they were. Oh, actually, some people I did know and they just wanted to try it as well. And, and that's, that's how, that's basically how the, the, the start of ended spirit really happened. I called it wow. true North back then. Um, and, and it was just like, we just got together every Wednesday night. Um, no payment or anything. It was just like, oh, we're just, we're just holding each other accountable for doing our practices.
0: Wow. And this was a time, um, how long ago was this now that you, when you um, started that? That was like eight years ago. Yeah. Wow. Oh man. Yeah. I, I had barely even heard of the word meditation. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. I like, um, I, um, yeah, with my own, own med- just meditation in general, not even mindfulness, spirituality mm. as the, um, overall thing. Um, I hadn't really even heard much about it here in New Zealand itself, Mm. Um, yeah, and so I came back from when I was in Bali and that was like um, the first time I came back here was honestly like just under two years ago. And that was the first time I started seeing it a bit more as like a normal thing where like I might meet someone and they're like, um, you know, they had some form of practice going on other than just, you know, like a physical form of yoga. Like it was actually, you know, more a spiritual um, concept of yoga or was meditation or mm. whatever their mindfulness practice was. And it's pretty incredible that you had the initiative to dive into that in a place where there wasn't really a, well, much of a community at all here in New Zealand from what I know anyway, mm. around spirituality and mindfulness. So that's incredible. Mm. Wow. I mean, the, the, the definitely it's all out there, but yeah. I
1: didn't know them. I didn't know anyone involved, okay. you know, right. Um, but it tend, it tended to look like what was happening was, was more the like just the happy type, yeah. you know, far out thing, you know, and, and, and yoga's become in the last 10 years, especially a more, okay word you know 20 yeah. years ago it was probably i think it was more like a relig- had a religious connotation to true. it true yeah. so it was still like a little bit dirty like you wouldn't you, you your husband would never do it you know but his. you know you would do it being his right. wife you'd do it but like now it's just, you know men women everyone yeah. are, are doing yoga and it takes time um but there was a, there was a crossover happening you know 10 10 years ago that was going from just that kind of airy fairy space into like, well, this is a real health and wellness necessity to meditate, to do yoga, uh, to, to sing, you know, to sing these ancient mantras and, and to dance
0: as well. Wow! And by the way, guys, uh, Franco just released a song that he's been working on for two years Mm. today. Tell us about that story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man.
1: Um, so this is a mantra called Jai Shiva Shankar, and uh, it's a mantra that I heard in India when I was doing my yoga teacher training the first time. Over there, you just walk around the streets and you just hear kids, uh, it's like a school next to you, like singing, and I you know, just put my my recorder up to it and just take it home and just learn the mantra. Um, or I'd learn some mantras at my, uh, at my meditation practice at the school, and... This is a mantra that I learned over there and, and I, I brought it back to New Zealand and I've just been sitting on it and playing it with people for a long time. And when I was at a meditation um, a medicine circle in Bali, this incredible voice, this uh, lady just came out and, and, and started singing and it just floored everybody that was in the, in the circle and including me. And I was like, I've got to record it with this lady um, straight away. And I knew we were both leaving um, leaving Bali in two days' time. We had no time to record really but um managed to find a little studio and her name is monica dogra and she's uh she's a big bollywood like pop star in india and yeah and we recorded her vocals on this mantra so i was like okay great i've got her vocals that's all i need and i'll take that back to new zealand and you know a couple of months will be good and two years later it's taken <laughs> to, to put it together and, and it just wow you know it, it, it's like a house or like building anything like yeah there's many ways to do it and you can rush it you can it, or, or you can be patient with it and let it kind of just permeate and almost build itself it just tells you what it needs and yes and then down the track um i got it to a place uh me and my friend ruben um got it to a place here in new zealand where we did the best we could and we we're like okay still need some more work so i sent it to this guy called mos in guatemala and he's an oh. incredible music producer over there and he's taken it to a whole another level.
0: Amazing. And,
1: amazing. And, uh, yeah, it gets released in four days for the summer and winter solstice and on Sunday.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, um, they're going to be able to find that on Spotify, iTunes, all the rest. Yeah. yeah awesome. All the platforms. And man. do you mind sharing the name? Yeah. yeah.
1: Jai Shiva Shankar. Yeah, awesome. Um, so it's about, it's about, um, it's about, uh, giving blessings or hailing to Shiva and Shiva is basically like the, the, the masculine part of, of us. And, shakti is the feminine part of us wow. and it all um it all shiva and shakti um reside in, in every human being um and what's beautiful about the the this shiva mantra is that a woman and a man are singing it to me and wow. it has that beautiful masculine feminine yeah. flavor to honoring the masculine like healthy wow. masculine so yes yeah there's something something really yes. beautiful about it
0: awesome guys um you'll find that in the show notes of this episode that you'll be able to actually find the link for the Mm. Spotify and the iTunes. Um, yeah. To straight to the song, because of course this can be released actually about a week or so Mm. from this conversation. So it'll be out then. Um, brother, that's amazing. That's Mm. really beautiful. And um, I know that music has been such a um, big medicine in your own life. And also it's been a medicine that you've been able to serve to others as well through the work that you do. So what I'd love to hear a little bit about is how do you feel has music been impactful in your life? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, how do you find has been a tool for you in order to serve others with mm-hmm. their own healing as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean,
1: unconsciously, as a as a as a kid who was who was allowed by his parents to mess around with vinyl and, and put headphones on and and put on a Bruce Springsteen or a, a Elton John record and just sing at the top of his lungs, like I instinctively knew that was something I just loved to do, and it was healing for me. You know, just after singing, yeah. I just feel great. You know, banging away on the, on the house guitar, making, making harmony, you know, and it just made sense to me. So it was a passion that's been there for me the whole whole time. And, and the music genres have just sort of slightly we- weaved around and changed through the years. And um, I guess pop music and rock and, and everything is kind of like a, it's very much an entertainment type based music where you stand on stage and you're singing to people. Um, And our mantra music or ketan um, that I've I've discovered is very much uh, the opposite of that. It's healing based. It's it's medicinal and you're one of everyone and we're all singing together. So like the band is infinite. And and for me, that's where things get real interesting is when the whole, what happens when the whole world sings? You know, that's then that can happen. We can do that. Wow. And when we sing, it's it's like a meditation. Like a lot of people find it nice. hard to sit and concentrate on not thinking or, yeah. or um, whatever meditation is to them. But um, singing uh, this kind of sacred music is very, very much a meditation. And it's, it's a really easy one you can do with community.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I was actually just sharing with Franco earlier how uh, I find I drop so much qu- more quickly into meditation when I'm listening to some sort of uh, mantra music or, um, yeah when I was actually uh, listening to Franco of course of mm-hmm. all people um, mm-hmm. at his NZ Spirit festival uh, yeah I just found that literally within the space of a few seconds there I was just in this deep meditation state as if I'd been sitting in Vipassana actually uh, for like you know 30 minutes or so and wow. uh, just the um, yeah just the depth that um, one's able to go is pretty beautiful man um it's yeah like I mean they talk about how music is medicine um yeah there's definitely a whole different medicinal aspect to mantra music than just the general music personally I find mm. and I'd highly recommend that people that haven't been exposed to that sort of music to go and check it out and um, you know sit down in your room close your eyes and uh, really open up to um, see what this allows and enables for you in terms of maybe some stillness within yourself um, some calmness or even some clarity and some peace that you might not have had for a while and um, yeah there's definitely been moments where I've um you know come with a little bit of anxiousness in the past when i couldn't really control my mind, like um you know my state as as well as i can now uh and what music enabled for me especially um, more mantra based music especially when i was living in bali was um you know just being able to find that sense of stillness and calm in those moments because i was just able to sink right in mm, to the centered space and yeah so i'd highly recommend
1: they're all tools though yeah like, there's definitely. lots of tools and and we we need different things at different times of the day like sometimes we need to move our body sometimes we need to be still sometimes we need to be loud and uh, and and sing or cry or sometimes we need to be quiet like it's about getting the environment right i've found you know as soon as you get your environment to a place where you can feel yourself you can feel what your body and spirit needs and it speaks to you you know and then you just need to listen and and then drop into to what it's saying
0: and how does one listen? That's the thing, because um, I know I really struggled with it, um, feeling into in, like what I intuitively needed for a long time. Um, I was mm. so up here in my mind, logically thinking this is what I need to do. This is what I should do, uh, rather than actually feeling what it is I needed. And so especially I know for guys and, I, and girls, definitely for sure. But of course, I can relate to a guy. Mm. <laughs> mm. What uh, what are some things that people can start doing to allow that listening to come into play? Mm, yeah. Kind. Of, I'd
1: probably circle back to what I was saying before. Is uh, to get your environment right can look like um, you're making sure that the relationships you're 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 having in your life, you know, your friendships and everything, they're serving you in a in a way where they're um, yeah truthful, optimistic. It feels good to be around the people that you that you're around. You know, you can feel like you can be truthful around around yeah. around the people that you're around, and and. And if it's not that way for you, it, you might need to take a hiatus from those people for, for a while. And that's a, that's some, hard to do. That can sometimes oh, look man. like your parents and yeah. your, your own family. Mm. That can look like your partner, you know. But but you you're saying you're saying yes to yourself mm. when you when you start creating an environment that serves you. Yeah. You know, and 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 to be honest, everyone actually wants that for you anyway. Yeah. Whether they might have a cause a bit of fuss, um, at the time. They are. Everyone ultimately wants the best for everyone because everyone is affects everybody. Yeah, you know. So getting that environment and that environment right, so that you can actually rest in your body and mm-hmm. and then relax. You know, because in that space of relaxation and in space and in that quietness comes the voice of who you are. Comes that 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 those ideas that are yeah. that are really real and they're not influenced so much on other people or marketing or whatnot your nature comes through yes so yes. so stillness places of quiet places where what, you're what are not your places demanded of quiet or
0: stillness do you have I, yeah it's it's, it's a
1: time of day yeah. for me it's a, i'm a night owl like, yeah. like and am probably from really the, the whole clubbing Rock okay. And roll thing. So I I switch into gear at like 10 p.m. at night when everyone's Whoa. when everyone's okay. going to sleep. Yeah, I'm I would like,
0: not have expected that. I thought you'd f- be like up at like 3 30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You can't let <laughs> the rock and roll out. <laughs> well, that's when he's gone a bit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, man, and 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 there's a there's a peace and a stillness and, and like the lack of demand or your. Know, um, and it feels like the world's asleep because mm. half the world is, and 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 I just feel yeah, in a beautiful quiet quiet space at that time. I, mm-hmm. I love meditating at at that time as well. Um, and it's a beautiful way to for me to to meditate and then and then go to sleep. Just yeah, like, sort of just slow the slow the pace down. But I also love getting work done at that time. I love wow. like writing. Yeah, um, um, getting yeah, sort of any like online chores and things done as well. Wow. And just really power power the next day in so everyone yeah. everyone, yeah, has their serving of what my response is the next morning and they can just do their part. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Cool. So it's a time of day for me. Um but you can cre- I can create that any at any time of day as well, yeah. um, with that mental knowing that a good yoga practice or or yeah. a good walk in nature yeah. um environment
0: has has that capability as well. Yeah, massively. I mean it was waterfalls for me, man. Um, I love Oh, l- I'm oh yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Do you have, Do you have a favorite one in particular that you remember? Oh, I I I
1: have it in my brain,
0: but yeah. I couldn't tell you the name. Okay. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember there was one that um I used to go to. Um, I think it was called like. Uh, pingin poo waterfall which is like oh man i i've got like 80 waterfalls like listed on my wow. map say eh? like i just <laughs> wow. every uh, when i was living there every week i'd go to a new one Like i could try to anyway Jeez. um man it was like it was an addiction for me yeah. like <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah coming back is um has been amazing man because i've got gone to explore the new zealand um waterfalls with a whole new um perspective which has been amazing mm-hmm. um because before i was much less present and less Um, desiring of going to waterfalls for the sake of creating space and stillness um, because that's Mm -hmm. what I learned from Bali. Um, But yeah, I definitely miss the, um, like the variety, um, the energy as well um, that's uh, there in some of those waterfalls. It's just absolutely such a beautiful space and environment to be in that stillness. eh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been, it's been interesting. And speaking of stillness, like the whole world's had to quieten down and not travel so much. So we've been on this forced kind of, worldwide um meditation in, in a way like we can't just kick out of our country and and distract ourselves with our yeah. annual holiday yeah we have to sit in ourselves and and and, and feel what's coming up and yeah most you know. people
0: can't even really leave their um overall circle or their home even depending on where they are oh, and, like exactly. there's such long periods depending on where they are in the world but yeah that's yeah i mean that just baffles me about how Um, There are some places in the world that have literally gone eight to 10 months of pure lockdown. It's just insane. Um, Yeah. What would you say to the people um, that are in that space Mm. uh, that are, because I know there'll be people not just from New Zealand listening. um, What would you say to those people that are in that space where they're not getting the social interaction they crave, they desire? Mm. Um, What do you feel is probably a, a like, a piece of advice or think something you'd love to share with those sort of people that are in that space. Mm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's like, firstly, I like to honor everyone that is going, going oh, through yeah. that because us yeah. in New Zealand, we, we can talk about it as if we know, yeah. but we don't, we yeah. don't know because we've had the opposite of that. There's been yeah. a sense of freedom it's, that no other countries experience so here. So I really honor everyone that's listening that is going through that, but I would um, delicately say um try and use this as an opportunity to get what I would call like match fit, you know, like get, get mentally, spiritually, and physically fit at this time. Use this to, to, to work out, work out everything, you know, like work out, work out your body, work Mm. out your mind, work out your, um, your belief systems. And when, when the, when you get a green light, when things open up again, then you're just dashing out
0: at the start. That was literally New York today, man. Did you know? Was that New York today? Was that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They literally got announced on the day. Like, Hey guys, guess what? (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And, 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 you know, you can either be that, that person that's not been looking after themselves and, you know, during that whole time and then taking another year to, Mm. to, 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 I don't know, well lose the weight, but lose the energetic weight as well. Or you can be that guy and girl that, that is just like, okay, this is what is right now. Yeah. What are the benefits of this? Well, I got way less distractions because I'm not having to leave the house, and um, um, and life is a bit more simple, which is a, a good thing. A lot of us need a simpler kind of day to day. Um, try and try and see that trying to create a benefit, mm. create the see the benefit because there's always a benefit.
0: I love that, and that's mm. actually that's very difficult to see sometimes, isn't it? Definitely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, no, like um, in the middle of the chaos in the middle of the traumatic experience in the middle of the trigger finding, like, I remember in the past, I would constantly try search for a reason. Um, as if like, I had to know the reason right now. Um, otherwise what's the point of me going through this? How could I like, how could life do this to me? Mm. And being such an um, victimized mentality around that space. Um, but definitely, uh, something that I've definitely met myself, uh, is, even if the lesson doesn't know now being able to reflect and, um, there's always an opportunity to connect those dots at a later point mm. for sure. I mean, this is always going to benefit me, even if it's just simply resi- resilience, patience, uh, fortitude of any sort, or the ability to lean into things that are difficult, mm. um, has been a massive one for me. So I, I massively relate with that mm. massively relate with that. Yeah. Thank mm. you for touching on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've been working with some people in the States that are in this position. So um, we've been talking about how I've how, you know, been guiding some people through what to do in, in this exact situation. And, and it's been resonating. And, and it's like there, there's something, there's a, reason, there's a reason for everything. And, and, and it's, our, it's our kind of uh, holding on to what we thought we wanted or what we thought would happen. Always creates the suffering. It's not mm. the thing often itself. Yes, it's our perspective of the thing that creates the suffering. So yes. if we just change our perspective, yes, um, to like, okay, well, the world's serving me still at this at this at, at this um at this time. You know, it might it may not look like it's serving me, but it actually will be serving you somehow. Yes. It's just just because you can't go back to Bali, yeah. type thing. It's still serving you because you're having to be here to do something else. Yeah.
0: Obviously. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
1: You got. I mean, why not move like that? It's yeah. fun to move like that. Oh like,
0: man, it's so much more fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I I just walk around walk around this world going, oh, what I wanted didn't happen again. Like, yeah. oh my god.
0: You totally. Know, totally. And, um, yeah. The cost of living that sort of life is, I mean, the cost is life. It so, is. Yeah. It's literally the cost is life. Like, um, oh, man, I wasn't even living when I was in that state. Um, once upon a time yeah um, I mean I was you know halfway between life and death in terms of where my mind was and where my emotions were I was mm. really suffering um, and I know you can relate with your story as well um, being in that space um, but yeah when we get the opportunity to learn how to adopt a new perspective or even adopt just a new way of life of uh, finding beauty and everything even and yeah the very challenging times and I mean again um, I definitely honor those people that are going through those challenges of in, in intense isolation. Cause I mean, that's, yeah, it's something that I can't personally relate with cause we only had, you know, a six week block and then a three week block or whatever it was, mm. um, a couple of times. And yeah, it's, um, it's, I definitely, um, definitely honor you. It's, um, it's pretty incredible, um, that some people are, uh, many people are you know, using the opportunity to really grow and blossom. It's incredible. And, Speaking of that, um, you've, of course, um, since you've had your own experience with depression, um, you've come to a place which would, man, so many people would call very successful. I definitely do. Um, You've come to this place of uh, where you are incredibly what we'd call conscious based on the definition that you shared earlier. Um, You are, from what I see, a very happy person. And to come from that place where you did live that sort of lifestyle where you're lost, you're confused, you're drinking, you're depressed to this place where you're just in such a healthy state in all sort of ways. What are maybe three big things that you'd like to share to someone that is in maybe that depressed state or is in that avoidance state Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, three lessons that you've learned that you'd Mm -hmm. like to share with him? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I've never been happier than I am now, but I'm not happy all the time. Yeah. That's, and and to, and to, awesome. and to really, really know that the, however beautiful the day is, yeah. there's going to be darkness tonight, Yeah, you know, so un, no, expect it, know it's coming and, um, and, and, and love, love the feel good moments, but, mm. but, but sit in, sit in the darkness as well. Um, you know, most of the world's issues come from men and women not being able to sit by themselves with themselves. Um, in those turbulent times, you know, we tend to like throw our toys out the cot and start a war, you know. Um, so I've just been watching that, you know. Wow. Um, and 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 just and just yeah, quickly quick, quickly forgiving myself when I when I mess up as well. Like you know, when I, when I say say the wrong thing or I do the wrong thing, just coming back quickly and just realizing, oh okay, I could have done better there. Um, having being human, being being seen to be human and be, being seen to be um riddled with faults you know wow. and and uh i think that's powerful you know what well, it's not very powerful to be perceived as someone that's got it all together
0: yeah but and i've it's... heard you talk about forgiveness a couple of times now so self-forgiveness mm. um i i really once upon a time struggled with guilt and sometimes that actually shame and guilt still come into my life honestly um so yeah um before you share the third piece um mm. do you mind just going a little bit deeper onto uh yeah with, um forgiveness yeah yeah. well forgiveness
1: um, is something is, is something that if you don't forgive yourself or someone, it's you that's holding on to it. You know you're holding on to that mm-hmm. to that energy so that's a heavy it's a heavy thing to hold and life is life is big without needing to hold more things. So if we can forgive, then we create space yeah. for something new to happen. Beautiful. But one this, the new thing won't happen without the forgiveness. So the yes. forgiveness can be the block. And, and I get it. We all get it. We all, we all know we want to, oh, just hold on for one yeah. more, you know, struggle or one more. I'm pissed off at that person yeah. or, ah, damn, like um, I messed up again or, yeah. or whatever. But the quicker we can forgive others or ourselves, the quicker that space happens for
0: the new. Yeah. Simple as that. One doesn't come without the other. So the yeah. forgiveness piece is always first. I love that you categorize both self-forgiveness and forgiveness of others into one that was beautiful Mm. yeah i i really feel that yeah because it's very easy to sort of separate the two and um the concept of forgiveness is normally of other rather than of self um and but yeah you really sort of aligned it as um yeah um, one just whole thing because i know for myself um i would not see myself as important as other people to sort of you know work on or um or Mm. focus on or anything like that like i don't need to forgive myself like (laughs) you know um you know i like um i'd forgive other people and all that sort of thing but i'd continue to sort of throw myself under the bus, um, of my own life. And, um, man, um, I loved what you shared earlier as well. Um, it really aligns with, um, I can't remember the exact words that was used, but a Buddha teaching, which is, if you want to heal the world, heal thyself. And, um, yeah, that concept of, um, really the way I am is the way that, um, uh, is going to influence and shape the way that I am around others as well, or the way others experience me, um, in terms of whether I am a, able to uh, um, bring some sort of gift into their life uh, that really serves them to the fullest that I could possibly give them, or whether it is something that um, I'm creating so much depletion in my life, therefore creating also possibly depletion in others. And that's something I I had really look at, honestly, because I was constantly in a space where. Um, I wasn't focused on forgiveness of self. I was focused on forgiveness of others and serving others because I wanted others to like me, right? Mm. I wanted others to, mm. um, yeah, really see Kieran as this really lovely guy, as this really nice guy, so they want to be around me. Mm. But in doing so, I was actually serving them less because ultimately yeah. I was not, I was not really in a place where I could give. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I'm. Re- thank you for touching on that. Mm. I think that's such a, it's a big piece. Though. Yeah, really big piece. Yeah, and um, so when it comes to the third part of something you like to share with yeah those, i think i think um stepping
1: like stepping into your dreams like 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 firstly don't um don't 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 like <laughs> do 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 dream big like, yeah. like don't forget to dream big you know yeah, don't
0: don't dream big yeah, <laughs> don't don't okay just stop the don'ts <laughs> but do
1: dream big, yeah. you know, um, and, and I stump people a lot because mm. I never really ask, well, what what do you do for a living type thing? I never ask that question. I yeah. always ask, um, what are your dreams? Oh, man. Yeah. And and most people can't answer me. And I'm like, well, go away and think about it because i like to know.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, because that's what I care about. Like, wow. like, step in, step into your dreams. Firstly, dream wow, that's again. That's beautiful. Wow.
0: Dream again and then do it. Do it. Be bold. Mm. Be in fact, bold. the very first thing, one of the first things that Franco asked guys was, What's your mission, Karen? I'm like, oh, I like that question. It was like one of the question, first questions you asked me. And um yeah, I, I really appreciate that actually. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow that. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna borrow that. It's, yeah. gonna, it's, like yeah. and it's an open ended question. I'd love yeah. to keep hearing your missions. Yeah. Oh, mm. awesome. Awesome. Yeah, guys. So um if you'd like to share your missions, just uh slide into our DMs and um yeah, I would love, love, love to hear um yeah, about uh, what you guys are striving to cultivate in your life. Um in fact, um as we start to bring this podcast slowly to a conclusion, I'd love to actually just ask, um, when it comes to dreams, goals, aspirations, a lot of people can come to a place where they're like, okay, I've got this dream, I've got this goal, aspiration, whatever it is, right? I've got this vision board, I'm, like, I'm visualizing, but they're stuck, they don't know what to do. And I was one of those people for a long time. Uh, when it came to this, I just didn't know the first step. What is the first step to actually start to execute on one's dreams?
1: Mm i think i think it comes back to that that creating that environment where you can uh you can hear your body you can hear like wow. spirit talking and it will mm-hmm. tell it will tell you you know um and often first steps are small the small steps it's like a has nothing to do with the end result but it's this i must do this today to get clean and this other thing get clean get clear um clear your space you know how it feels when you when you've clean your bedroom after it's been messy for ages and oh, just man. Yeah. your life life feels better it's like okay i can do this now mm. but get get clean and that and that may look like um many different things to different people but um clear desk and and start start from there and i reckon that cleanliness and that space will show you what the next step is going to be but take make the next step getting light and clear
0: yeah clean yeah yeah and i really feel that as well um like I know for myself as well, when uh, in the past, I <laughs> when I was living in San Diego, I nearly started a party boat business, right? Um, mm. Which is completely opposite to what I'm doing now. Mm. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. We just still do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but ultimately, like my goals, my dreams at the time was, you know, to become this big fitness influencer, opt nutrition athlete over in uh, California, build this party boat business. Like that was what I was looking at. But those dreams, goals, aspirations of mine at the time were basically because I was A, in a place where I required people's validation. So I wanted to do something that allowed them to respect me. Um, And also it was from a place as well where the people that I was around, the noise that I was around constantly was influencing what it is that I thought I wanted. So after a while, when I actually ended up in the space, when I was in Quebec, actually, of all Mm -hmm. places, when I was Mm -hmm. going through my low, that's when I had the epiphany of actually, no, I'm not going to be happy a party about business i'm not even going to be happy um being an opt nutrition athlete man and that's i actually end up in a space of being lost but that for me was such a gift because that enabled me to feel into what it is i actually wanted to do mm. and since i've been able to feel that into that as well like the burnouts have dissipated um the uh like i mean yeah sure there's definitely times when that definitely happens but compared to where i was before um the feeling of actually things aligning um yeah, just the um, the flow, overall flow of life, and the overall flow and the progression towards what it is I want to cultivate is so much stronger. Um, so that's definitely a beautiful piece of advice because that for me was a big reason why I was actually able to actually, mm. um, actually able actually well <laughs> mm. to come onto the path that I'm on now. Mm. Um, so that's definitely a yeah. We got to thank we got to thank the past for having brought us here. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. So I'd love to wrap this up um, just by saying thank you so much, um, first of all, for being on. Um, Secondly, please, guys, um, I guarantee that. um, I mean, you've got your boy's guarantee here, Okay, You're going to absolutely love Franco's music. Um, It, yes, definitely is not your general pop or your rock, but it's a completely different vibe. Uh, Give it a listen. Put some headphones in if you wish. Close your eyes and just really feel the music um yeah rather than just listen because i i really feel that um yeah those that are going to be first for the first time exposed to this type of music um yeah it might be a beautiful and different experience for you thank now, you man yeah mm, thank you thanks for having me man. oh thank you it's been you, great brother. it has and been thanks
1: for listening everyone that is out there and stay in touch. Um, yeah. as you said before, just um, reach out. We'd love to hear your mission. So where else can they find you? Right. So Instagram, Franco Hickey. Yep. Instagram, Facebook, Franco Hickey and Franco has yeah. all the links and all my Beautiful. music and everything
0: as well. So yeah, reach out, reach yeah. out. Awesome. Keep guys. doing your thing. Be bold. Yeah. So all the all the details there and the links to, uh, Franco's social and his website and his music and all that will be in the details and the show notes. So you can check that out there. You can also find us on the pocket coach on Instagram or coach Kezo on Instagram. So you can reach us there as well. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, so much love for you guys. And um, yeah, I honestly don't really have anything else to say other than, oh yes. Yes. One more thing. Uh, it really helps us reach more people uh, with these sorts of messages. Uh, when you do subscribe or you do leave a review or anything like that, that really honestly enables us to reach more people that would possibly benefit from these sort of things. So yeah, if you, uh, do feel that it served you in some shape or form, uh, that is the only fee that I ask for is we don't run ads or anything like that here. Um, we want to keep it as free and open as possible for people just to yeah jump on in with no, um, yeah, no jump in with me talking about an ad or anything like that. So big love guys. Have a beautiful one and take care thank
1: you too